So last Friday they had the potlucks of all potlucks at work. Picture like seven floors worth of people all contributing to this one feast. One feast. Hundreds of people. And naturally I was not down. And the more I thought about this, the more I even got offended the fact that they would even try to do such a thing. And with that, this just brings me to my next point. Bruh, when you go to a restaurant and go and eat at a restaurant, that's risky business in itself, bruh. Disgruntled employees, boys not washing their hands, people not even wanting to be there. Going to a restaurant is, is risky business itself. So imagine a potluck where it's everybody in their mama, people that I don't even associate with. Think about how many people that think about shooting this bitch up all the time and they contributing to the food. Think about all them people who got cats' tails up in their goddamn bowls and pans and pots, people who don't wash their hands, people who got ill intentions, people who can't even break wrists, who's not even certified <laughs> in the wrist-breaking crafts. Man, I had to pass on that. And I hope that they never caught itself trying to invite me to such a situation like that. I must have got food written over my forehead, man. <laughs> I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friends Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Moo. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C-A-P. When I say <laughs> we had this same conversation at work this week, <laughs> verbatim, and it was... Man, hey, I had I had that conversation last week at the um we had one for I guess it was Mexican Heritage Month, Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, we had a potluck, and I was just like, man, look, who brought this? Who brought that? Who brought this? They like, coach, you, you know, you tripping? I'm like, no, 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 you got to, you just never know, you know, how people house is, and then especially if you know, if I'm looking at you thinking, okay, look, you come to, you know, you come to work dirty, just like you just roll out of bed every day. And especially if your feet are always ashy and not done, I just feel like you look like you stink. I just, I'm not eating. I know you got cats and stuff. I'm not eating at your house like that. So when you say your feet ashy, you yeah. you obviously referring to an African person. And the reason no. I say that, I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. This is what I mean. I know black people like is the only black people. It's black people, African people, darker skinned people is the only people that's going to be ashy. I kind of got a rule, and I might be wrong. Like, almost nine times out of ten, if you're black, I eat your food that you bring to the potluck. Like, it's hard for me not to want it. Like, I feel like nah. black people could break wrists. Cut, now, li- listen. It depends, though. Go ahead. Like, yeah, uh, we, I mean, got we, black, we, got, we got black people fear. I got some, I work with some Caucasians and, and, and some Hispanic people who got ashy feet. And they just be looking dirty. So I'm definitely not eating their food either. If you black and your foot, your feet ashy, I'm not eating your feet. All I mean, eating your food. All around, eat your food. You got now. If you got them big cankles, I'm pretty sure you can cook. Okay, you know so I mean? we could we could take a step back, right? And let's take a little step back. I think Rumble was he hit on everything that this is. This could be a whole podcast for itself. Yes. Period. I'm gonna say this. 
that if um how do I put it? I grew up in such an environment, in such a place, around such, you know, country people, that if somebody said they got roaches in their house, and they said somebody else said they got they got cats at their house, I'm more inclined to eat people food that got roaches at their house than people who got cats at their house. Are they the Not big me. roach? Are they the big roaches or the little ones? Man, listen and what I just told bugs? you, man. Raj, what you think? <laughs> I'm I I I think I disagree. I I, um, I would assume for you to disagree. How well, <laughs> explain though. The reason why I disagree is because growing up, I, mm-hmm. I feel like that was a John. That was an ultimate John. If somebody at school say that's why y'all got roaches at your house, like if some, <laughs> but I never heard of John. That's why y'all got cats at your house. Like cats are generally a cleaner animal like they they take care of themselves and stuff like that and granted you could have cat hair everywhere yeah but roaches i don't know the state of the i don't know how roaches are i don't know if roaches bodies clean or i don't know what we consider them, <laughs> but i just don't want to have no part in it okay not okay. roaches i'll rather eat cat like uh, house of course you would yeah, I, figure, I hope you'd rather eat cat Okay, okay. So this this is interesting though, Raj. Like I'm thinking like a big fire gumbo. Cutting if there's there's never been a time in my life where I'm like, ooh, they had a roach in the gumbo. Like I like I feel like somebody could have roaches and roaches is not an infestation. Like you could see a roach at somebody's house or two, three roaches, big roaches, tree roaches. And be like, well, them people just live in the country next to a field or next to yeah. some big trees or something. Now, if you, got the, if you got the baby ones now, I can't do the baby. Now. Yeah, them, that's a big difference. Gotta, yeah. If you see a cat, I feel like a cat is on Ugh. everything. Is all on the counter. Is all on the... What, yeah. Okay, so what, what what made me think about this in the conversation we had at work, I don't want to... Uh, I should put on the music and uh, we should have this conversation off air, but I'm going to have it on there just because. Just we went to like some people's house and there was a dog in the pool. The dog hopped in the pool and the people were swimming in the pool with the dog. And I was like, okay, everybody different. I'm going to let them make it. The same <laughs> dog was walking through the kitchen and stuff, whatever. And we didn't have a potluck. We had catered food. And the foil paper was like fell off the counter and it fell on the ground and rolled out. Like the foil paper just rolled out. You know, it unfurled. Roll that thing I mean, right back up. That's that's where you get the the term unfurled from. The foil paper. <laughs> un- <laughs> so Stupid. they picked it up and rolled it back up. And put it back on the table and started covering people's food to take home. And I'm he like, the wet here. dog is walking around here. And <laughs> and it just got me like, like, man, I don't know, dog. I, I mean, I don't know, dog. Cats, dogs, <clears throat> it feels like it's part of the food. And if you got... <laughs> yeah, once you... Once you... It could... Yeah, it definitely could be. It all depends on how that person takes care of their house. But I will say... The roach thing is more of a social problem <laughs> uh, for me than it uh-huh, is uh-huh. an actual problem. Because I feel you. I live in the country, too. I mean, I've had, I, I, to be honest with you, I've caught six mice in one day in yeah. my house. Uh-huh. You know, I live right, like, grow, grew up right behind the sugarcane field. So, like, I'm me saying, too. I got, you know, I get it. Yeah, a roach has been in my house. We had we had crickets <laughs> one time. We had a cricket. We had a cricket problem. Like, I would always hear crickets in the house at one time. Um, we had a quiet house. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, all that to say though, hey, that you know, was like funny. Just from a that was funny. from a social from a social perspective, I'm thinking, 
you know, yeah, I'd rather eat at a house with cats. But to be to be honest with you, once you put it into like a, a physical perspective, I probably would go with that roach daddy. To be honest with you, because yeah, I feel like the the cat get on the counter and while you while you cooking and, and you know what I'm saying, trying to break your little wrist, that thing starts shaking. That's like a million hairs right there in the food. You know I, I, mean? I will say this: I'm I'm at the point now where I'm starting to get fat. Huh. And I think it's because I like to eat a lot. Like Ooh. I like the taste of welcome food. to the welcome to the club. Shout you know out this saying? podcast like, brought to you by Gram Star Thirty. Why food <laughs> gotta I be just, so? Why food gotta be so good? <laughs> if there's a potluck, all of that logic that y'all talking right now. Typically, for me, goes out the window. You be eating people Ooh. food. Wow. Oh, no. They got the meatballs. Ooh, they got the Smokies. Ooh, they got I'm, the they got the buffalo chicken dip. Ooh, I'm try- they got I'm this. Just, they got the, the wingettes. I'm, I'm just asking who made it. Like, as long as if somebody I made, I feel like I can trust people. I kind of know. It you're not I'm, asking. I'm you're asking one person like who made it, right? Like, you're not going around asking who made this, who made that. You're like, say, bro, who made the? Uh, no, I'm, no. Like, you know, I'm retarded. I'm asking whoever in there. Hey, who made this? Yeah, like for I did something. Hey, who no, made I this? I can't, I can't oh, no, be I'm that. Good. Not di- it's not disrespectful. Hey, who not, made I'm this? not asking in a disrespectful manner. I'm asking, <clears throat> hey, who made this? Hey, yeah. who made this? You brought the you brought the cabbage rolls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, it's not disrespectful, but I'm gonna make my decision. Now, I don't really fool with cabbage rolls like that. Like, like if, some, <laughs> if you know somebody who I didn't, I'd be like, oh, nah, I so, can eat that. I don't want that. So, I mean, you know, y'all y'all be talking about me and um all of my extremes. I'm I'm. I don't. I don't. I'm a lover of all people. I do feel like that is something that race plays a part in it, dog. I feel okay. like I'm going to eat black people food and Hispanic people food before I'm eat white people food because I feel like all white people got cats and I think it goes back to that whole thing. And even if they don't have cats, I'll just be feeling like I don't know. And I think Raj, a part of it is that you grew up kind of around like with more friends that are like diverse. Like you, in high school, you were going to white boys' house and eating and whatever. I mean, I had a couple friends like that. But it was always like chips with like some dip, but they would be like double dipping the chip. They stick their fingers all in the chip and oh, yeah. like all in the dip. Like they, they do like you, you can attest different. to that, 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 that as a rule, as a general thing, white folks is a little bit more like unsanitary with how they do the, the whole communal eating thing. Am I, am I tripping with that? No, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to. A hundred percent. You can disagree, that. and you can disagree. I mean, I'm no, I'm not gonna hundred. I'm not gonna hundred percent co-sign that. But, uh, but I've definitely been to some some white homes that I would one hundred percent revisit. Like mm-hmm. one, I would think so. One hundred percent, bro. Like, I mean, I know you know they got black people know how to barbecue, right? Don't sleep on white people barbecue, bro. Oh no, nah, I do know how to barbecue. Hey, hey, Raj, I'm not even tripping on it because this is the point I really wanted to get to. Because I think there's a regional aspect to it too. I think if we was in Lafayette, I'd eat at bunch of white people house. What y'all okay, making? For sure. What y'all making? Give me some. <laughs> but if I'm at the Denver slash um um uh, <laughs> humble <laughs> Paraland, I don't. I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> I don't. I'm straight. I don't. I don't need it. Yeah, just That's give me fine. a beer. Just bring me, <laughs> me a beer. Bring me, bring me a craft. Bring me a craft beer. Yeah, I know y'all got some of that there. That's funny. I feel you. It depends. I, if you if you at a place 
Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, it's all about who you surround yourself with. So I just typically, when I was at them white people, them aforementioned white people's houses that y'all boys just mentioned, it wasn't people's houses that I wouldn't eat from because I don't hang okay. with people that I, that I wouldn't eat from, from their house. Okay, well, so that's just, come, come full circle. But do you me, work with people who you wouldn't yeah. eat from their house? For sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're working. Especially if you come looking dirty. And then too, it depends on how your food look like. Some food you can tell... Uh, it's not uh-huh. no, it's no seasoning on it. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, I'm cool on that. Now it's it's a couple of white people that worked there and made some food. I was like, oh yeah, I'm eating because it was good. There's some frosted flakes on top. It was good. It was some potato something that she made, but it was good. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, she's a clean white lady, I think. You know, and now it's a couple. <laughs> now it's a couple people from them islands that brought some stuff with the fish with the eye on it. Later brought some fish with the eye on it, and then people was hitting bumping the table, and the eye was just jiggling. I was like, why would you do that? I'm not eating that. And she kept going, did you get your plate? I'm like, nah, I already ate. She's like, no, no, get your plate, take home. But I went in there, it was a whole, the whole fish with the eye on it. And I, I just Google couldn't it, Daddy. Do. Yeah, and he was just jiggling, looking at me. I feel like he was just watching me. So, so it'd be funny if, that, if he would have turned sideways and started singing a little song at you, huh? Like the little, uh, yeah. the, on the wall? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wall. That's, yeah that's, that's exactly what it looked like. The wall daddy. That's exactly that's what it looked funny. like, the wall daddy, for sure. And I was like, nah, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. She black, well, you know. Yeah, black enough. So the question is, do white folks, and there's two questions. This is the first question. Do white folks, when they come to the potluck, be like, who made this? And they'd be like, oh, uh, Raj made it. And they're going to be like, nah, mm-mm, colored, ate it, made it. I'm not yeah. eating it. High blood pressure. Uh, with, I think I think that, I think it's the, I don't think that's a fact. I think they look at it like, oh, yeah, I remember my our mammy was a, uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> used to make, make all of the pies. What is wrong was, with you, man? I mean, so <clears throat> now, culturally. I, I just, now, oh, don't think about it. They just eat. I don't think they think, but they just be like, oh, it's free food. Oh, this is good. Who made it? I'll try a little bit of everything. Facts. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. I think that's it is what it is. I think it's free food. Yeah. I think we a little bit more. That's funny how I'm, you know, you dirty, you, you dirty um, porch monkey, still monkey, <laughs> you dirty Negro, but they'll eat what all you, food. What you cooking? What you cooking, man? <laughs> what you cooking? <laughs> Can't drink water what after us, but you, you can definitely cook for us, though. What you brought? <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Y'all ain't shit. Man, you, the thing that they um, would do that would bother me the most is like if I asked them to bring something for a potluck and they brought um, Baudouin. Oh, no, Boudin. And it was burnt. So I might as well tell y'all what burned my Boudin this week. Man, the first thing that burned my Boudin this week is, look, let me lay the story. So me, Los, and the Harry, a.k.a. Uh, this podcast brought to you by White Boy, right? Um, Shout out. <laughs> one time for White Boy, right? Los, can you tell them why we call our group White Boy Ray? Hey, y'all know who Taysom Hill is. Uh, if you don't, go Google him. Anyway, anytime he get in the game, we screaming White Boy Right. You want to know why? Because that white boy can run right really, really well. <laughs> so that's the play. Yeah. Every time you come in, that needs to be the play. Like, no other play call from the sideline. It don't need hey. to be 20 words. White Boy Right. And you know what is funny? We scream White Boy Right in a in a room full of white boys. That will make us... <laughs> Yeah, and I was, they was excited about it, man. Um, yeah. But anyway, so White Boy Wright was always watching the Saints this past weekend and for the last couple of weekends. And um, <laughs> some young lady who used to deal with one of the homies. Oh, my <laughs> she God. Popped, she popped up and a couple of weeks ago, she was like, I, I know you. I know you. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I was like, I don't know you, right? And she was like, I know you. And, um. I was like, nah. She was like, you're Jason's friend. I was like, the only Jason I know is right here. 
and he don't know you and you don't know him. Oh so she God. just stood there looking at us and then eventually she came and was like, I know how I know you. And she told me the homie's name. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember you. She's like, yeah, I came to your house to meet him before and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, All my right. God. That's funny. So this whole story took place. And so now when we go to watch the game at the spot, she pulls up and she's like, um, hey, what are you guys doing? What you guys drinking? And trying to like befriend us every week. Yeah. Okay, so cool. And she made a comment talking to Los. Um, and they were talking about some money. And she said, you can just Venmo me. And he was, and she said, why do black people have cash out? Yeah. Have cash out. <laughs> and, 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 and white folks got Venmo. And I was like, what burns my boot at is people who don't have any particular cash sending service. You should have PayPal, Venmo, and cash and out. cash out. That's what yeah. burns my boot at. Oh, you know, I, I think agree. she was talking to E.T. She said, E.T. E- 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 said, uh, I got cash app. She's like, I have Venmo. Why do black people have cash app? Oh, that, it wasn't you? She's talking to him? Okay. Yeah. Because I said, I got all three. But I was like, damn, what you mean? But yeah, black people I always- think this is this is true, though. Like, this is 100% true. I never even thought about it like that. But it is true that on average, more black people got cash app than Venmo. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, under- I don't yeah. understand why either. I don't I, like. Should, I wrote it down there. Venmo for the whites, cash app for the blacks. <laughs> but you, but you're all. absolutely correct that <laughs> we should have everybody should have yes. them all. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you hit me with a sideshow one, like I don't even know if there's another one out there, <laughs> then that also burns my booty. Like, no, I don't have that. Even That's stupid. You know what even burns my booty? And I hate to say it. What is it? Chase. Chase. Um. Quick pay? Quick pay? I'm like, dog, no. I got Cash App, I got Venmo, I got PayPal. I don't like I don't need to have something for your particular bank. <laughs> like you don't need I don't wanna know. No. I got the I got the big three. <laughs> it doesn't burn I have Chase, but, so it doesn't burn my booty. It should but Chase, I mean Chase they was the first one though. That Zelly, Zelly, Zelly was the first one. Absolutely. Day. Absolutely. Zelly. Did he call it Zelly? Zelly. 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 Peanut Zelly. butter and Zelly. Yeah. Do you know the Pelly's got a dude named Melly? <laughs> did you peep his, him no right? His mama named Zelly. We got a. I peeped him. He did a little move under the gold and they called it a Zelly. <laughs> <laughs> a Zelly roll. You know who my favorite man. um early 2000s rapper was? Who's that? Nelly. Okay, I'm just telling you, go cut. My favorite pair of jeans in high school? Pelly Pelly. There you go, dog. Your favorite Destiny's Child? <laughs> was was it was it was it mm. Kelly? <laughs> I'm just waiting for Los to say one that don't rhyme. <laughs> oh yeah, I was standing out of this one. <laughs> Stay out of that one. My favorite movie was Belly. All right, so yeah, all of that. I think that that burns my booty head more than a lot, and I just I don't understand. But you know, I think when I some kind of way in my head, go with me. I think that PayPal sounds like you're paying your pal. It sounds like something. Venmo doesn't sound like a money sending app. Let me let cash me, app okay. sounds mm-hmm. like send cash to a nigga. Like cash app could be called send cash to a nigga, and that's why more black people. <laughs> it's so basic. It's so basic. And you know what? Actually, going back to 
going back to like the whole Venmo thing, Venmo tries too hard. I'm 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 thinking on the fly here. Mm-hmm. Venmo tries too hard to be a social media app when it doesn't have to oh, be. Oh, it tells you can log why. In, yeah, you can log in to Venmo right now and see two friends that you'll see. Um, Moose Harris paid Los, aka CAP, and then see you know. A uh, food or vegetable or something like that. <laughs> and, <laughs> an eggplant. And then, <laughs> Whoa, right. and then you an walk, eggplant and a peach. <laughs> I never said the vegetable. Okay, you'll see it, and then you know what I'm saying. Why? But why? So they, put, I don't know. Why put your bins up no, there like that? Yeah, when you send some Venmo, you got you like you put a little um thing like yeah. When them boys was for Best Friend Weekend, when they was paying me, because everybody paid me in different things. I had cash out money, I had PayPal, and I had Venmo. The Venmo money, like, people was putting, like, little party stuff, or boys would put, like, a fist up, and then put, like, you know, something like DC. Oh. I, like, it was just a whole bunch of stuff, but yeah, you got to put sent, I mean, when I sent my, I sent it to the little lady at work, I never did look at all that. I ain't know that. That's mm-hmm. stupid. You probably put... Relax. Potluck or whatever pot, it was for. Pot, pot, pot. <laughs> no, I put a pregnant lady <laughs> to, to make me. my potluck dish for me. <laughs> extra, you put a, a cat, cat in a little bowl of cereal. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's funny though. Cash, cash, send cash to niggas. <laughs> I want that one. I want download that one. Cash at me. Uh, anyway, man, look. Another thing that burned um, my boot down this week, Raj and I was talking uh, talking about this earlier. Um, I'm going to stay on the concept of money. No, yeah, let's stay on the concept of money. This is not the one we was talking about. Um, the fact that I'm very much a Bovada guy. So for those of y'all who don't know what that means, I bet, I gamble, sports betting, gambling. A little couple of dollars here and there. We're not going to talk about specifics. We ain't, we ain't got to get into all that. But I've been doing it for a while. What burns my Buddha is not that now everything is about betting. Like, people who don't know shit be on... Like, it used to be, like, I would say a year... About a year ago, when you would be tuned into ESPN or something, and it would just be people like Stanford Steve and the Bear who really know, like, what they're doing. And you would have to go to, like, these other obscure sites on the web, and you get stuff, and you would get an account, and they would give you advanced statistics, and they're going to tell you who's going to be favored against the spread and if you pay like run the right parlays and the right teaser bets like you could make a good bit of money and you know we was killing the nfl last year now you don't even know who to listen to because it's like just any everybody is like any sports center any they got a whole little the daily wager on espn i don't like look the fact that betting is trendy burns my booty hmm. the fact that it's illegal and trending right <laughs> well, like, who are you telling this to? You telling this to everybody in Vegas? Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm, I mean, I guess you can lay bets on certain books. I mean, because, you know, the, the DraftKings and the whatever is because they got mm. daily fantasy football show. Yeah, I guess they're just talking to people in Vegas and maybe, where is it, New Jersey maybe too? Can you go to a sports book in at like Evangeline Downs? Is that a thing? I'm, I'm, that's a real question. I don't know. Like at just a casino, could you go to a sports book? Any casino like Louise? I don't think sports betting is legal. So, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm one hundred. You can you can go to the racetrack. Like people yeah. go to people don't go to the racetrack because they like, oh my favorite, you know, but my they favorite don't. horse, the LeBron James of horses, is running today. Like that's not what they go. They go to make money. They go to bet. No, I mean absolutely, but I'm saying, do they can they bet on like the NF NBA playoffs or are they only betting no. on horses? 
I don't think so. Horses. No, you can't. The only way, the only thing, the only two places in America that you can bet on sports is Jersey City and, and Vegas. Vegas, and maybe yeah. not even Jersey City yet. So then, how come like we're able to go to like mybookie.com, like all of these podcasts and whatever they they're sponsored by mybookie.com and Bovada and stuff like that, and people. <laughs> I think you some of the online betting is is getting becoming legal. I think online betting I, might be legal. I think there's there has to be some kind of legal aspect to yeah. it that everybody that is so easy to do because I feel like it would have yeah. been shut down a long time ago if it wasn't. So um, let me give this to you. I'm listening. The f- federal laws do not prohibit a bet from being made online to a site not operating in the U.S. Bovada does not operate it in the it does not operate in the U.S. So therefore, it is legal, quote unquote. The bottom line is that Bovada is legal for U.S. players, but they still do not accept players from a few states, including New York, the Washington states, or Washington states and New Jersey. Well, there you go. That that answers my question. So it's pretty legal then. Um, and I guess my bookie is probably the same way with that. That's that's uh, that's the loophole they found. And I mean, it's cool. Like, I mean, get out there and do like some people buy liquor. Some people do this or that. You know, if somebody want to put their little... $30, $40 a week on a couple games just to see if they know what they're talking about. That's just as reasonable as long as you don't get outlandish with betting. I think it's a, uh, I think it's a Real, cool little you, pastime. You gotta, if you got it to bet. I mean, you like, you, you got it to spend, yeah. you got it to bet. If you can afford to lose it, do your thing. But if that's going to hurt you, relax. Yeah, I mean, ask Lowe's. We was watching the LSU-Florida game. I'm like, oh, man. we up 14 with a minute and a half left, he I'm standing sh- up in the yes. room, like watching the TV, like we gotta yeah. cover the 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, and a half. yeah, you I had mean, 14 and a half. Yeah. I had 13 and a half. I had bought it down yeah, to 13. 13 yeah, and you had, yeah, you did. Right. And I was like, yeah, we yeah. just gotta keep them out the end zone. But like those kind of things, like when you, it's just a, it's a funny occurrence, man, when you're really kind of in the bet game. That's, it's kind of, it's a cool thing to be, man. Look, let me tell you something else that burned my boot at. This is the one we talked about um, before, right? I was I hit up my little doctor the other day uh, for my little acid reflux, and I was like, I need to come in. But I was like, yeah, I got. I said, like, um, next appointment available is uh, December the fourteenth. <laughs> what? I was like, two months. <laughs> you ain't that busy, my dude. That shit burns my booty. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> Raj. What you said in in response to that? I mean, I think that's it's creating demand. <laughs> Like that is is creating demand to try to beat a man. Um, I don't think that the doctor was really that busy. I think that he just had to make it seem like he was, so that you can go and tell all your friends, "Hey, bro, I don't know who y'all doctor is, but let me tell y'all about my doctor. Man, he's so fire. I can't see him until December 14th. I think there's a psychology to that. No, nah, that's not a turn off for black I think people. That man, we don't, that we man don't like conferences, to, but we don't like going to the doctor like that. So we're not trying to wait. Only time we go to the doctor is something really, really, really wrong. <laughs> so I, I'm not, I'm not going to no doctor. I gotta wait two months for. I'm going to the doctor who is available tomorrow. I'm not that going is, to that man to go to the doctor for no damn two months when I got the flu right now. <laughs> that might actually be one of the most realest things you said because, like, for. For black people, we will say this. You know, we grew up in a culture where they hold the line. Like you go to the keg or you go to a spot, and they got a line around the corner because the promoter holding the line to make mm-hmm. it look like it's fire. And uh, and it's that same concept. But I think Los, you hit on something perfect that we not about to wait to go to the doctor. We'll wait to go to the club to go drink. Yeah. 
Yeah. But we're not going to wait to go let that man swab your, your um, booty hole, cut, no, whatever they're doing. Cut. You know why? Because we got to get it done right now. We are we sick. The only time we go is when we about to die. Yeah. And I'm like, we I'm don't not, go to the doctor. I need a colonoscopy, <laughs> and I, it, I need it today then. Yeah, <laughs> I need a colonoscopy on, today. Today and tomorrow I, morning, bro. Anything after that, fuck it. <laughs> That's why ZocDoc, ZocDoc is the cash app of schedules. <laughs> <laughs> He just scan your booty hole and he just be like, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say this uh, on that same on that same thing. What I've been hoping for my whole life, my dad had to take. I have older parents. My dad had to had to take a um, colonoscopy. Uh, no, not a colonoscopy. Uh, uh the the prostate cancer oh, test. You know, oh, that, man. prostate exam. Yeah. And so you know, it takes some preparation, and they get in there and they stick something long yeah. up you. And I remember him telling me when I was a kid, he told me all about it when I was a kid and yeah. how he was like, he didn't like it. And he was like, but by the time you start to have yours, I feel like he made me this promise. By the time you they start have to have yours, different. they'll have something way mm-hmm. better than that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? God damn it. I'm almost there. And ain't nothing way better than that. Uh-uh. <laughs> fingers in. My daddy's- that's something that's, that's something that's been on the, in the back of my mind for, I'm telling as soon as he told me that, I was like, yeah. oh, cool. I don't, I'm not going to have to deal with that same thing. I'm not going to have to, you know, do some some sort of laxative the night before and all of this. And I'm going to just, they just going to be able to put a little camera, a little pill, you know, down me and look in me and I'll go home. Nah. Nope. Still them you two fingers, I'm a, boy. I'm a, yep. I'm going to get it. Still right two quick. Fingers. That's why you got to get a female doctor at that point. I guess the, the messed up Small part hands. about it is Small if you. Hands, yeah. A female if you, Asian if doctor. You, if you like it, that'll be the worst part about it. <laughs> That boy, if that boy goosed you, you like, ooh, doc. <laughs> you can't have no big Kawhi Leonard hands, doctor, <laughs> playing with your soul. Rondo. <laughs> with your doctor, soul. Dr. Rajon Rondo. Tickling <laughs> you, uh, tickling you, <laughs> your rib cage. No. Dr. Odell Beckham will be in the seat no, in just a second. Do- Dr. No, Shaquille O'Neal. I don't need it. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. I need a little Ming Wing. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Wing. Yeah, Dr. Wing, I got you. Four foot six, Dr. Wing? Come on. <laughs> I'm going to let you do it. Man, the last thing that burned my boot at this week is, uh, you mind pulling up to the next window? <laughs> that's it. That burned that's my funny. fucking boot at. That's, that's all. My, I mean, up on them, on that same tip, the ice cream machine broke. The shape machine broke. <laughs> We was at a Whataburger the other day. They had a the first window to pay, the second window to to um. They didn't even take my cash at the first window. They said pay at the next window. We went to the second window. We paid. They gave us the drink, and then it was like pull up to the third window. Like what? Like the third uh, window was, was like the wait daddy. Three star daddy in that thing. I, I, I say, oh y'all tripping, dog. Y'all y'all out of line, man. Yeah, that burns all of the booty, cutting. I'm not trying to pull up to let your little clock start over. I I have been in the past a person who's just sat there and been like, nah, I'm straight. Give my food. <laughs> you asshole. That's they, they, why they put their booty in your food. Put <laughs> their booty in my food, not on it. <laughs> nah, in it. Open your food up, put their booty in and put your food back together. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, there was a couple of other things. I actually got some burns my booty in. From the public, and I think we're gonna start doing that. I think we're gonna start taking public submissions. 
So if something burn cool. you, Buddha, man, a lot of people yeah, didn't hit up. me up and said, like, I, I hear this in casual conversation all the time. Man, that burned my Buddha, Aldo. Um, I heard it this week. Shout out this podcast brought to you by Tony Green, Big T, in the house tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, just in, in casual conversation, people would be like, hey, that burned my Buddha. So send me what burn you, Buddha. I'll throw it on the air. So two, I got two this week, both of them from, actually from my podcast colleague Raj told me two things that burned his boot at this week the first one was them two gross public bathroom stalls with that can you please expound upon that Raj so it without that without the shadow of a doubt no matter what public bathroom you go into no matter how nice the facility there will be a Lincoln log in one of them <laughs> and one of them is going to be unmentionable no matter what I don't mind if somebody didn't flush the toilet. That's fine. I'll you know cover my face and hit it with my shoe, but I can't deal with that splatter. I can't deal with a with a with a five car pileup in there. You know? <laughs> How did that happen? Well, I why feel, didn't you why didn't you take care of them people bathroom? I, don't you feel like if you're using a public bathroom, that means you really, really, yeah. really gotta go. So that yeah, means no. that the likelihood of the splatter daddy is gonna be even great greater. Oh yeah. I think 100% of the time, yeah, for sure. I feel what you're saying. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about me. But I'm about to tell you, 100% of the time, if I get, if I'm at an airport, I have used the bathroom at that airport and that, at that time. I've, I've never been to an airport and not used the bathroom. Every single time I go to the airport, somebody that had enough money, you know, like not a riffraff, somebody that had enough money for a plane ticket went in there and fucked up them people's bathrooms. (laughs) And that's a shame. That 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 what he said that uh businessman who you yeah, um <laughs> shook their hand and boys didn't wipe their <laughs> what is what, no, what are y'all bro, posting so, that so let me tell I, I said that so let me tell you what happened <laughs> I'm at the airport I you know they they got businessmen in the airport that's that's what the airport is for for business travel right so I'm just a regular vacation traveler and I go to wash my hands I use the bathroom go to wash my hands and the way that the the way that the the bathroom was set up it was like. The the stalls was on one wall, but the the toilets was on the other wall, like on the same wall, but on the other side. So whenever we was walking, you had to let somebody either kind of like go around you, or like you you can cut in front of them. But either somebody was gonna leave, or they was gonna come around to go to the to go to the to the to wash their hands to the sinks. Dude with a trench coat, I mean tie, briefcase, leather briefcase. I, the dude, you know who I'm talking about, slick mm-hmm. back hair. Not really slick back, but like just he comb his hair backwards. That dude, you know, the guy that's on the, uh, you know who I'm talking about. I see him. The director of sales. Mm-hmm. Sitting in first class. Him. No no hand wash. <laughs> no, None. No, they don't. Not even a thought. No. Dookie. Yeah. I don't know what he did, but whatever he is, he touched something. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That boy, that boy, that boy the, said his shit clean to y'all. Pinky, even if you take a shit and you wipe your hands, sometimes the corner of your pinky still hits your ass a little bit. You need to go wash that off. <laughs> Rinse it, what? Yeah. I think, I think, I think you're telling the truth. Another thing that Raj hit me up this week and said burned his boot and was 23 and me people, 23 and me white people that mentioned anything about being any percentage black. So to expound on that, I, I have heard this before. I have to. I just got my twenty. I just got my twenty three and me results in, and I found out that I was one point five percent Bantu. <laughs> so I guess I can. I guess that 
I guess now I know why I like chicken and watermelon or chicken and giblets <laughs> so much. Now, and what I'm waiting to hear is now I can say the N word. Like that's what yeah. I'm waiting for. Yeah. I, I think now wait, I see why Black up, Lives Matter. They waiting to get up over like eight. If they get to like eight percent, eight ten, eight or ten percent, then they gonna be like, oh yeah, I can say the N word now. Yeah, and then they gonna go to then they gonna apply for college scholarships and try to go free and get cash out. Oh. <laughs> now I can download Cash Out. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny, though. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing, man. Hey, look, that's one of those things that's clearly um, a thing that's a pet peeve, you know, as far as kind of race relations, that kind of thing. But, you know, there's been some heavy, 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 heavy things going on. We were trying to get Officer Friendly to come in and run it with us this week. Um, but old boy had a little bit of a prior engagement, so we're just going to run it um, the way that it's supposed to be done. But right on the heels of the Botham Jean incident with Amber Geiger and everything we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, obviously you've heard about the most recent event, which is a Tatiana Jefferson um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth in the same um, Dallas metro area um, was murdered last week by Officer Aaron Dean of the Fort Worth PD. Um, so if you haven't heard the story, I'm going to tell you just a little bit about it. And we're going to talk about some angles, some, some things that, um, that definitely are some immediate thoughts we had and things of that nature. So as the story goes, her, her neighbor, James Smith, um, he was on his porch chilling at two in the morning and he saw the door open and the lights on in the house. And he was like, well, the lady who lived there don't always leave her door open like that. Oh, and I never seen that. So he called. He said he walked over there, and he like looked in the house, and he didn't hear nothing. So he thought, "Damn, if somebody breaking in, I ain't got no gun or nothing, so I ain't about to try to go in there." So he went back to the crib and called the police. And he said he was waiting on his porch for the police to come, and then he would have met him and been told him what was happening. And he said he never heard no police come. All of a sudden, he just saw two dudes, and it was the police who had parked down the street and turned the lights off walking towards the house with flashlights. So he was like, oh, shit. Look, okay, the police come in, like, stealth mode. And then he said the next thing he heard was a gunshot. Um, if you watch the video, the, the officer cam and everything, if you haven't already seen it, it's, it's quite disturbing. They don't even try to go to the front door. They go around, walk to the back of that woman's house, to the backyard. Um, when she comes to the... They, they, they say, show... Like, they was like, put your hands up and, like simultaneously with put your hands up, he shoots right. her, kills her right there um, in front of her, her nephew. So what was happening in the house was Miss Jefferson was in the house with her nephew playing video games. From what everyone's saying, she was had just moved to that house recently to live with her grandmother. So she moved in with her grandmother to take care of her grandmother. So it was a grandmother's house, but she was living there. Um, and like I said, the nephew was there. The police are trying to spin the narrative that she had a gun pointed at the window too. Which, in your own fucking house, if you hear somebody at the back window, I'm pulling that toolie out and pointing them at them as well. Of course. Like, a hundred times out of a hundred, if I'm laying in my bed and I hear somebody in my backyard, I'm getting my gun from next yeah. to my bed and pointing it at them without a, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm -hmm. And um, they're trying to paint that scenario to maybe potentially make Officer Dean less culpable, the police department less culpable. But I just kind of gave you the um, 
the the whole rundown of it. Like, man, I, I know I said a mouthful, but Los, I'm going to let's start with you. What are your thoughts? Well, I guess for me, the fact that he, you know, they did stealth mode or whatever. Okay, I don't know what the dispatch said. Um, did they say break-in, a possible break-in? I don't know how they dispatched it. But, um, you know, they do normally at least go to the front door. Maybe one goes around, but somebody goes to the, the front door and announce yourself. You have to say, hey, you know, whatever with the police. You know, from what I understand, he, he didn't announce himself. So, of course, if you got flashlights in my backyard, somebody, even if she was pointing a gun at him, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, you hear something in the backyard, you don't know what it is. You don't just automatically, oh, that's, that got to be police because the door open. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just, and I guess part of me is like, so what What in you when that lady stood up or whenever you saw her and you didn't say police or anything, you just saw her, whether she had a gun or, or not, I don't know. And he just bang. I'm just. I'm saying, put your hands up. As soon as I say that, I'm shooting. Like, I mean, you got. You got. I mean, I don't even know if he's training or he's scared. I don't know what it is, but something, something must change, bro. I mean, I, I guess I don't want to. I don't want to think he was hunting because he wouldn't have known she was black until he saw her. You know, but the shit is it's fucked up that that lady got killed in her house. Like another person in the, the safety of their home got killed for absolutely no reason, bro. That shit is crazy. But I'm just waiting for more facts to come out, I guess, more than anything. Raj, what say you? <clears throat> so, um, I think I'm I'm like I said about the whole Amber Geiger thing, I think that that man need to go to jail, no doubt, because you killed somebody and that person was chilling. Like Lo said. She, he, I, I think I don't know police protocol, but I don't really care about police protocol in this situation. Like you need, you should, you should have announced yourself. Like something should have been said to alert whoever was in the house. A, we the police was was ham. <laughs> like that should have happened yeah. just so that lady could have that lady could have done something to protect herself. Um, I'm not. I un like. On the, I'm gonna say this on the flip side. I, I think that that police officer put him himself in a situation to shoot that lady mm-hmm. because that lady pulled up. That lady had a gun, but it was red. That lady had a gun legally. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, you said, if somebody's in my backyard, I'm pulling. I'm pulling out my gun too. If I had a gun, I don't have a gun. Shout out. Um, but <laughs> if I had a gun, shot down. I'm pulling out. I'm <laughs> yes. pulling out my gun as well. And pointing it at whoever whoever's in the backyard if I feel in if I feel in danger. You you should like that 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 can't be enough to get that dude off. That cannot nah. be that can't be the reason why he gets off. Like it can't be. I hope and pray that everything that I that I read about this situation is exactly how it is. That this lady had a licensed gun. That this lady was just chilling in the house playing Call of Duty at two in the morning. And and that the cop shot her, and the fact that she had a gun to me has no, like holds no ground. I don't care if that cop felt for his life. I don't care. He should have announced himself. That's what I'm getting from what I read. Yeah, that that like I'm curious as to what would have happened if she would have heard him creeping in the backyard and she would have shot him in the face mm-hmm. and killed him. Like, would the other cop have been like, would open fire and, and just shot up her in the in the yes. little nephew in the everybody house and killed them dead. both? Yes, everybody. The dead. grandmother. Everybody I mean, no doubt. If me and you in the backyard and we and and we me and you in somebody backyard doing some crazy stuff and somebody shoots you, I'm probably just gonna start shooting too. 
Yeah, and I'm, but I'm saying the cop, partner. but the cop would feel like justified, like, yeah. oh no, it was we thought it was some they they killed Officer Down, Officer Down. Yeah, hey, I was saying they the call back up, Officer Down, Officer Down. We need backup. Me, you know, got a shooting. Yeah, but that's I, a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I mean, I don't, and he would have did that, and he would have started bussing at that house, yeah. and it would have killed everybody in there. And I think that it's the craziest thing, and they would probably have charged her with some kind of reckless use of a of a of a mm-hmm. of a um of a firearm, yeah. deadly force, and stuff. And she would have probably ended up doing time. Yeah, of for course. somebody being in your backyard and peeping in your shit and you yeah. shooting them. I mean, it's Texas. The Castle Doctrine yeah. is supposed to cover you over shit like that. Mm-hmm. If somebody in your shit, you're supposed to be able to kill them. Yeah. Um. Because you, you know, when you in my backyard, you feel like you're in my house. No, it's you all the I mean? same thing. Your backyard, your front <laughs> yard, house, your house, house, your car. House, that's all the Castle Doctrine in Texas. No, just, yeah, I know, the, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if somebody make it in your backyard, that's way closer to being somebody being your front Hell yard. Yeah. They ain't got no business. Hell yeah. You're in my backyard, dog. Like, that's you in my house at that point for me. So I fuck um, up everything back there shooting your ass. And I mean it's it's crazy because like it, it it goes back to some things and I can ask y'all this and I think it's an interesting question. What's worse? What happened to Tatiana Jefferson or what happened to Botham Jean? And I know they're both horrendous. What's worse? I think they just I think they're the same I think they're the same thing. No, well, you know what? No, I would Amber disagree. Gaga's I would think because yeah, Amber Gaga is Amber definitely Gaga's, worse. Way worse, worse because way worse. because she basically busted the door down of a house that she wasn't supposed to be at, you know. And she wasn't like, even at, at least work. The cops got summoned. She to wasn't even house. at yeah. She wasn't even at work. Like she just was a random person busting in that man's house and kill him. And this person is on the job thinking it might could be a problem, and coming to the house and doing things completely wrong and shooting her. My point in all of this is to say he should get. In real life, he should get less time than Amber Geiger. Like if we like, I'm being dead ass. Amber Geiger was way worse, like of a situation, and she only got ten years. I'm just telling y'all how. Like, I'm, I'm just telling y'all to think about that how America works. We know Amber got Amber going to get out in five, but so you think he should? What, so that's my point. So he should he should get five max, two and a half. I think he should get two I and a half. I think he should parole. get less time. I think he should get less time than Amber Geiger. But I feel like Amber Geiger should have got 40 years. Yes, I agree. So I feel okay. like he should have got yeah. 30, 25, 20, 25 years yeah. or something like that because he was he was dead ass wrong. Yeah. But he was also on the job responding to like maybe a burglary yeah. and somebody was pointing a gun at him. Yeah. He was wrong. He should go to jail for a murder. Yeah. However, he's less wrong than Amber Geiger and Amber Geiger only got 10 years. Yeah. I just want you to think about that. But see, I, I think in, in this one, I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna spin it because the fact that she it, 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 I'm not sure if she really was pointing the gun at him or not. Um, mm-hmm. They're gonna spin that and try to make it well. He you know you know is he a police officer? Maybe he didn't announce himself or whatever, but you know he did feel like he was in danger because a gun was pointing at him. If that's the fact, if that's the case, I don't know. But if that's the case, they try to spin it like that, and, and he and he'll get off. A lot, you know, a lot less because of that fact. Depending on who the, uh, uh, if he, if it's a juror, or his peers. Oh yeah. In Fort Worth, I think, I think, absolutely. I think what it is at this point is you shouldn't be able to get off for that no more. 
Yeah, like that's like not, to think that. that's not something that you should be able to get off on no more. Like a mistake is you shouldn't be able to. So I don't know what it is. I know people make mistakes, but you got people's lives and people's safety in your hands. Yeah. And and honestly, like if I do something, if I do something crazy at work, I'm gonna get fired. Yeah, you know, like so, and I'm gonna lose my job and I'm gonna suffer. And I feel like that man should suffer. Like I feel like something should happen to him to make sure that if he ever decides to be a cop again, which I don't think he should be. If he ever decides to be a cop again, that um, he'll never do that again. Nah, they, normal time when they get fired, they, when they get fired from the uh, police department, they go do, they go work at um, like school districts. No lie, absolutely. That's no, funny. I'm for real. But I'm not even trying to be funny. But <laughs> you, you know what I'm thinking, though, Los, is that um, it's like the next evolution of like Black Lives not giving mattering at all. Like yeah. that at some point in in the Harry shout out the podcast brought to you by the Harry. He made the, he made it a point to say that this weekend that um you know the Mike Browns and uh, and the Trayvon Martins and everybody else yeah. there was like there's a strong undercurrent of 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 um cons- I'm not even gonna say conservative of just racist people mm-hmm. who are like oh man he had it coming he shouldn't have did that yeah. man he shouldn't have ran up on that man he shouldn't have did this he shouldn't have did that um Eric Garner shouldn't have been selling cigarettes and yeah. Alton Sterling shouldn't have resisted. If you don't resist, if you shouldn't have ran like Walter Scott, yeah. damn, it's, you should you should have kept your hands somewhere like Philando Castile. Like, God damn, it's a lot of people they be killing, yeah. dog. <laughs> Trayvon, God, damn. Trayvon like, shouldn't have had like no, Trayvon shouldn't have had a hoodie on. Like, who, who we wants, know too many people that yeah. we shouldn't know. I shouldn't even know these people. I don't want to have known these people. Damn it, we know too many people, too many names. But like, the, what the Harry was saying was basically like these kind of situations, Botham Jean and Tatiana Jefferson. It's like so wild that even racist people, like if you go look at like the Yahoo, rep- nobody be in the comments like, oh, well they shouldn't. Have. It's all like, nah, man, you can't just kill people, bro. Yeah. Like even the racist people, <laughs> like, come on, man, God. y'all tripping. Dog. Like, yeah. like there's not even nobody saying wait for the full story to come out. Nobody's saying that. Everybody's just like, cutting that's wild. You can't go shoot a woman in the crib while she's playing video games at two in the morning. You can't do that. Like that could be okay. So this brings me to a, to a point that's it's a contrarian point. It's very Aldo to say. So Tatiana Jefferson is a 2014 graduate of Xavier University, my, my alma mater, and um, so I knew about the story really quickly because everybody from Xavier was posting about mm-hmm. it. Like it was just this huge swell of everybody who went to school. Like man, this happened. It can't happen. Um, and it was a president from a letter from the president of the university, all kind of things, right? <sighs> let me let me watch how I say this. Um, I'm not a big fan of people who like to be close to stuff for no like. I mean, cause she went to school, which you don't mean that you knew that girl, and like you could ride for, her, and I expect and I love the fact that y'all are like man justice for Tatiana, but I I guess my question is. Why did it take that for it to hit close to home for you to be like, oh, it hit close? Like, people was making the post like, oh, now it finally hit close to home. She went to Xavier. Like, why it got to be somebody who went to your college, like, for it to hit close to home? I mean, Victor White got murked in the B, so, like, that was the thing, right? We talked about the Sugartown documentary. Yeah. Um, Alton Sterling got killed in Louisiana. Yeah. Did that hit close to home? Botham Jean just got killed in, in just sitting in his house not doing nothing. Yeah. So now all of a sudden it took for this to be like, Oh man, something's got to actually change. I mean, I know there's a different tipping point for everybody, but I, I, 
I'm not a big. I'd be like, come I think, on, man. I think everybody don't know that think, woman. Yeah, I think a lot of people like to say, oh, you know, and, and she went to my school, or oh, yeah. my little cousin used to know her because she stayed back on. You know, so everybody like to be closest to whatever's going on. And not everybody. My, I mean, I don't my, think not my, everybody. I say everybody. I mean, a lot of people. My bad. A lot of people okay. like to do that. People uh-huh. like to do that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But let's mm-hmm. let's be on in a week or two, they're not gonna be on that same energy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Un- until until maybe the, the hearing start and all of that thing start. Cause that, that story will be by this time next week, you won't even, you won't even be able to find them on that story, man. It'll be this time next year, right? Like the same time when Amber Gaga went to trial it'll come back a year, up heavy. we're gonna be mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Be I'm just, I feel a way about that being close like trying to be close to stuff kinda is a, is bothersome to me. Because I, I mean, I feel like people don't even ride for me. But if I got murked, then all kind of people who I didn't even really rock with gonna be coming out like, "Oh, that boy went to my school." Yeah, and I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I used to better. <laughs> Mac gonna be like, I better wrapped him on the yard and killed him." He's he's silly. <laughs> You're a silly guy. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's um if it's if it didn't hit that close to home till now, then I guess so be it, man. Um, hopefully, hopefully you understand that. These are the issues why that we that we rail against. These are the issues where we come back and say that Black Lives Matter. Things like this, man. Like this, this kind of stuff can't keep happening, bro. Like it just can't. It can't keep happening. And that's all. That, I'll leave it there, man. So um, R.I.P. to Tatiana Johnson, man. I mean Jefferson, man. So five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company, man. Y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. These fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company, coffee for the culture. Um, so another story that I want to talk about, um, shout out this podcast brought to you by Fresh. The homie Fresh said, man, what's going on with LeBron in China? And I was like, what you mean? He was like, can somebody explain it to me? I was like, I'll explain it on the podcast. If we got time, I'll explain it as quickly as I can, as much as I know. And, um, just kind of give people a heads up on why people are tripping on it. Do either one of you guys want to explain how you, what you know about it? Or do y'all want me to run it? Up to y'all. Go run it. Okay, so this is what I understand to be the case. Um, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week and a half ago, the Rockets GM, Daryl Morey, um, basically put a, a tweet out that said, fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Um, big picture, Hong Kong used to be a, um, uh, a what a what do we call that? A territory of like, I don't know, Great Britain or somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And it was never, it wasn't part of mainland China. And then they like, maybe, you know, like, I don't know, 80 years ago, I'm just throwing out some random numbers, a long time ago, they became in the uh, part of China and not a part of the colonialism, whatever. So since then, um, China, obviously being a People's Republic of China, a communist state, um, wants to bring Hong Kong into their fold to make them more like a communist state. Hong Kong, like for years has been fighting to be a more democratic state. So there you got it. That's like, that's it in a nutshell. That Hong Kong wants to be more democratic. The people do. 
and China wants them to be a part of China and be part of the communist regime. You need some Olympic cool. players. I don't. I don't have. I don't have no horse in the race. I don't give a damn. Mm-mm. Like if some people think communism and socialism is dope. Like the fact that we talking about like redistributing wealth and taking from the top one percent and doing different things in America to pay for healthcare. Those are socialist ideas. I mean, it's not like it's not a bad thing to say take from the richest person to make sure everybody got health care. Like take a little bit from them. Like that's not a bad thing. So, but then it, you know, if you got to stand in line for bread, then maybe it's a bad thing. So, but that's not. <laughs> That's not what we. That's not what we sitting over here discussing. That's just the situation, right? Soon as he posted that, Tillman Fertitta, the the, um, the owner of the Rockets, said, "Listen, Daryl Morey does not speak for the Houston Rockets. Our presence in Tokyo <laughs> is all about the promotion of the NBA internationally, and we are it. not a political organization." That's it. Shut up, like, nigga. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. Stop messing with the bag. So basically, all of that happened when, like I just said, the Rockets are in Tokyo. So. LeBron and them was going to play the Nets mm-hmm. in China, yeah. Tokyo, Japan. You know what I mean? LeBron, China. So the NBA, basically China told, uh, when they, that came out, they started taking down NBA banners, mm-hmm. telling them boys all kind of stuff, killing like advertisements that boys had and deals. And yeah. like, now nah, we're not messing with the NBA because he said that. Um, and then they was trying to cancel the games and whatever. And people was like, LeBron then was even scared to go out there, like not to end up like mellow ball them, I mean, uh, Jello balled them and getting locked up. They're like, man, what's going on? They also wouldn't let out Adam Silver to end the commissioner speak on it. Mm-mm. Like China was like, nah, you, you can't speak on nothing. You're in China. Mm-mm. So Adam Silver and everybody was like, okay, the players need to speak on it. LeBron now. And LeBron them was like, nah, we straight. We're not talking on that. Hell no. Not and when LeBron here. came out, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. And when LeBron came out and said something, it sounded real real kind of weird because he was like, man, basically he was saying there's good people on both sides. Yeah. Like, like, man, I, I don't know enough about the issue. Daryl Morey should have be quiet yeah. unless he know about the issue. He said he, like, he, said he went well. He said Daryl was well informed on the issue. Exactly. I think sometimes when you say something, you know, it might get taken out of context. You got to think before you say I'll get more informed. Something like, like to that point he was trying to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that, that that's that's a point. And he also made a point to say he don't know who he could affect by saying that. And I mm-hmm. think what LeBron was trying to say was, your team is in is in uh, Japan. Yeah. I'm about to go to China. Yeah. And you could affect me with that bullshit you're talking about. Yeah. But everything LeBron said kind of sounded like he was defending China just so he could keep getting the bag, like everybody getting the bag mm-hmm. in China. So people was coming for him like, oh, boy, you wasn't saying that. You was just talking about Trump and you was talking about this and you want to be more than an athlete and you don't want to shut up and dribble and, you know, all the rest of this, but now you want to support China. So that is my understanding of the whole China, NBA, LeBron, everybody stuff. I think when LeBron, he really didn't know what to say when he said that shit. He just trying to, I think he was just trying to stay out the way. You know what I mean? Like you said, he got a bag. He really, I don't think he was too informed too or really not knowing what all, all that's going on. And, you know, somebody probably tried to explain to him. He was like, man, look, I don't know. You know, hey, look, uh, you know, you just got to watch what you say. So, because you never know who you would affect, you know, affect, you know, all that. I don't think LeBron really knew so, so, how to address it. So, I'm going to tell you what, what, I, what I got from what LeBron said. I thought that it was very, very weird mm-hmm. because LeBron is always – seem to be a man of the people and to be honest just side note i never thought lebron was the smartest person in the world um but when he said 
Daryl Morey just didn't know enough about the situation, so he and he spoke. Mm. Like that was when he said that, it was like, well, how do you know that Daryl Morey doesn't know a lot about the situation? I feel like Daryl Morey, and I'm I know he wasn't a GM when Yao Ming was there, but I'm pretty sure that Houston, the Rockets still have a close tie to China in that Yao Ming played there for a long time. They so are sure they, they are got a relationship. They are the Lakers of China. Yes. Absolutely. That's exactly. how that's how you exactly. know he had that much information because you wouldn't say that against your people who give you that super bag. No, <laughs> but you but you would if you were saying the right thing because fast yeah. forward to right now that the the I can't remember the, the lady's name Al you might be able to call it out to me but the but like the one of the leaders of 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 what's going on out there one of the leaders of the, of China not the protesters oh they put the bill on they put the bill on the back burner they was like look we are gonna suspend this indefinitely. And you know how they responded to it in China? Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> we don't want it to be on the back burner. We want it gone. Uh-huh. And they kept protesting. Yeah. And in in the the protests in Hong Kong in China, which is a very like it's a it's it's, it's still China. It's a docile place. They were still tear gassing yeah. protesters. They a lady lost her eye. There was, man, one gunshot even got, a gunshot in China. This podcast is brought to you by Graham Star 30. Mm-hmm. Ask that man about guns in China. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. A gunshot was shot. The triads was out there acting bad, beating boys up. Cutting them. It got, te- it got terrible. Mm-hmm. It got terrible. And you know what, you know what the, what the Chinese, what the, that part of the Chinese government did? They killed the bill. Uh-huh. They killed it. They, they, it's gone. It don't exist no more. And they still got demands. Yeah. The protesters still have demands. But the thing is, is fast. If you go backwards, Daryl Morey's tweet was spot on to me. What LeBron said about Daryl Morey was the what was what he should have said about himself. <laughs> that he wasn't informed. You didn't know enough about to, the situation, to, and to you reply. spoke. <laughs> But the thing about it is, though, like, I hear you, Raj, but Daryl Moore deleted his tweet within 10 minutes. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, I, that man still had, had his stu- job. Daryl Moore lost his job over that. there. Yeah, he's stupid for tweeting that shit. Hell yeah. But I'm, I'm sure, and I'm going to say this, and this is what I That man is feel. on some Jamel Hill think, shit. Ah. I don't think that that man thought that he was going to have as much backlash over that tweet as he, as he, uh, as he did. Bruh. I think he probably thought he was doing the whole free Tibet thing. You remember the free Tibet tweets? Mm-hmm. Free Tibet. And you're good. It's like, ah, right, yeah, they got some shit going on in Tibet. Nah, the Chinese government don't play like, like that. At all. And he probably just didn't. Well, you know who Chinese know people they... follow you because you're with the Rockets. So you know them people, the government. Uh, China's population is like a billion. Two billion, two billion, a, or something like that. A billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a a large percentage of the Earth's population is in yeah. China. And you know the government. Yeah, man. The government uh, watching your tweets because you were the Rockets. That's their team. Do you know that <laughs> Twitter doesn't even exist in China? Huh? Yeah, kind. Twitter doesn't exist in China. I mean, the, the only way that you can access Twitter in China is through a virtual private network, a VPN. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, a lot of people have VPNs out there, but for the, the most government. part, if you're just a regular citizen with a regular internet in China, you cannot use Twitter. That's wild. They said that, um, they said that you know that they got a um, that they be selling. No, in China, the money is not euros. They said it's yens. So everybody got yen mo out there. So <laughs> just stupid. 
just letting y'all know. That's their own. Um, <laughs> you ain't got. You ain't got. You ain't Yeah. Okay. All of that, man. Oh, uh, so it's it's a complex issues though. So y'all can read up on that and, and kind of figure out exactly what's going on. Another story that I definitely wanted to just touch on real quick that um so Jonathan Sutherland he's a um player for Penn State. I think he's a D back. Um, somebody sent him a, a message after after the game last week. He said, "We are Penn State proud." Dear Jonathan, my wife and I are older graduates of Penn State. We follow all Penn State sports, football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball. We love it all. I played all the sports in my younger days. Still played full-court basketball in my 50s. Love the competition, but never had the size or the talent to reach your level, though the desire was there. Though the athletes of today are certainly superior to those in my days, we miss the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your well awful hair surely there must be mirrors in the locker room don't you have parents or girlfriend who've told you that shoulder length dreadlocks look disgusting and are certainly not attractive we congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all penn staters both current and those alumni from years past we will welcome the reappearance of dress code for athletes you are certainly you will certainly be playing on sundays in the future but we have stopped watching the NFL due to disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as though they've been there before. For glory, Dave Peterson. Wow. So, so Dave Peterson sent him. And he responded and said, Yesterday, I received a letter by an alumni from the Pennsylvania State University who felt the need to share his degrading opinions in regards to my hair and what it stands for. Although the message was indeed rude, ignorant, and judging, I've taken no personal offense to it because personally... I must respect you as a person before I respect your opinion. Hmm. At the end of the day, without an apology needed, I forgive this individual because I'm nowhere close to being perfect and I expect God to forgive me for all the wrong I've done in my life. Colossians 3.13 states, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of us has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. I appreciate everyone who has reached out to me and showed their support. Let this be one of many examples to us that in the year 2019, people of different cultures, religions, and ethnicities are still being discriminated against, and it needs to stop. Don't be scared to be different. Um, a man so, of God, right? Boy, man of the cloth. Man, man of God. Man of God. Um, that man probably go to the same church that passed the Lord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this here. Um, so the whole Penn State football team, or a lot of them boys, went out with T-shirts that says "Chains, Tattoos, Dreads, and We Are." Like that's like the the, the mantra over there is "We Are yeah. Penn State," right? So it's like chains, d- tattoos, and dreads, and we are. As soon as like the coaches and people saw them with them, they ran out and made them boys take them off right now. Yeah, like, take that off right now. Uh-uh. So it became a bit of a story based upon that that the coaches not even standing behind mm-hmm. them boys. What y'all think about that? Because my first thought went to. But the NCAA crumbling, y'all need to be like nicer to them cheering. That's what I. That's the first thing I thought, man. Boy, don't nobody give a damn about no student athletes, boy. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the I think they made a I think the Penn State coaches. Um, I never I can't feel I can't I can't figure out if that dude is black or white. James gotta, Franklin black, cutting. Oh yeah. He okay, black. all right. Because I didn't see some pictures where I'm like, ah, oh, that's a white guy. He's very dark. James Franklin. Um, I don't know. His brother on like Snowflow. I don't know. I was, I was going. Sure. His brother, his brother on Snowflow. Sure. <laughs> Franklin. 
<laughs> I just think that the boys made a managerial decision that they didn't necessarily have to make, but they made it nonetheless. The same decision that old boy from um, McDonald 35 or whatever school that was that was saying, Hold up, Los, hey, Los, hey. I got two hands, <laughs> two pads. Knock a nigga shit loose. Knock a nigga shit loose. <laughs> And and what he said to me made sense. He was saying the all like not to say all they had to do, but they didn't consult with the they didn't they did that amongst themselves. You can't yeah. do that. Uh-huh. You can't do that. Like you if you're gonna do we're gonna do this, well, we gotta they, do it together. The, the problem was they, they had the school name on it. You can't say we are the school model on it. That's what the whole thing was. I, that more more so than anything. So, okay. So I want y'all to kind of just rewind a little bit. Um, I watched a documentary on Wyoming um, football from like maybe the 60s. Something happened and like they were playing against BYU and BYU didn't have like black something. There was something happening. And then boys said they went to the coach and they went in the locker room and said, hey, can we wear a black armband around during our thing this um, this game to to um, protest what BYU is doing, blah, 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 black athletes. Mm-hmm. And they, they kicked them off the team like that day. Mm-hmm. It, like, like them boys got blackballed, never got to play again. Um, the team went from being Wyoming used to be like a ranked team. Uh, it was either Wyoming or Idaho. I might be I'm just y'all can check me on that. And um, that team like never was loud again. Yeah. And basically, it's because they you know they just kicked the players out. Right. Fast forward about I don't know forty years ago. I mean forty years later, a couple of years ago, maybe this was about five years ago. You remember what happened at Missouri? When they was like racial, ra- like it was racist shit happening on campus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the president of the university wasn't doing nothing yeah. about it. And the team came out like on a Wednesday and was like, listen, we're we not playing. playing this weekend yeah. until that man get up out of here, get out yeah. the paint. That same thing happened and at Florida State they, too when Bob Stoops was there. And they fired that man. Yeah. yeah. And they fired that man. So my point is, there are strength in yeah. like, the university athlete, like if they would have all been like, "Nah, we straight." Yeah, we're not playing. It's just yeah, I think you exactly you can't, exactly. Yeah, you, well, we're not gonna play today. Yeah, you can't go out there regular throwing t shirt with the with the school name on there too. With the but they, I'm saying, if they did and they all had came to that decision as a whole team, yes. it was like, guess what? We not playing. Yeah, God. yeah, that's different. Then what you do? You gotta. Run. And I think that's so, I think solidarity. You wear that shirt. So, yeah, <laughs> solidarity is the biggest part. Yeah. Like if you get everybody with the shit, yeah. you can do whatever you want, yeah. and that's the power of the athlete. I, I think. But and, well, college athlete especially, because you can't. You yeah. know, it's not. It's not one single man who can do certain things unless you're the best player ever. You know. You know. But you got all y'all got to agree, and then the coach don't have, really don't have a choice but to rock with y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if if it's only a few of y'all, he be like, well, shit, I can sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this. His his um his letter started out nice and then took a turn for the worse yeah. when he said, "I could just see, I could just see him," and it's so grammatically correct. You're well, awful hair, like you know what I'm saying? Like that's so just degrading and condescending and make America great. But you know what happened though? That it it just it really it really made me mad. But but on the flip side, my mama don't like. Rip jeans. My mama don't like facial hair. I think it's perfectly fine for that man not to like dreadlocks. Damn, not your to mama, like tattoos. Your mama will roll her not, eyes if she see me just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mama roll my eyes when she see me. Well, you got them jeans, what you got there? You going you going to cut the grass? Anyway, <clears throat> all I'm saying is, is I think that that man is very, very 
justified to feel the way that he feels, but you have no, you have no right. You have no place to send that to that guy. No right. But you know what happened. And you know what? Not that way. If you wanted to send him something and say, hey, man, whatever, I don't, I don't like it. Cool. But you ain't have to be, you didn't have to be a asshole. Hey, he heard his grandchild that goes to Penn State that he's paying to go to school. She was talking about how fine he was or how trying to get closer to football players. And he just tired of that shit. Everybody number he they, they mentioned got dreadlocks and he just found the one that was the best on the team and sent him that letter. Cause he sounds jealous. He sounds jealous as hell yeah. in that letter. <laughs> That's animosity. But could you imagine him? I'm I'm reading this. The, uh, homie really stopped watching the NFL, not because of Colin Kaepernick. Because they dancing the in the end zone. Because of tattoos, long mm. dreadlocks. And Dis- and dancing d- in the disgust, end zone. I think. So that man, could you see that man, how mad he yeah. would get when Odell get in the end zone and do a dance? That man stopped watching. Oh, not. A, I was thinking of somebody. I was about to say somebody like um, Pac-Man Jones, but I don't know Pac-Man Jones to dance in the end zone. But I don't. Odell don't have them dreads, so I'm I'm thinking of but who he got, got this, all he three. Got awful hair. Oh yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. It is Odell. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. I was thinking of who got dreads. Richard Sherman. Tets. No, Rich Sherman ain't got no tats though like that. I don't think. Rich Sherman got tats, man. It's Odell. It's Odell. No. <laughs> no doubt. I don't think Richard Sherman tatted bad. He might be. Shit, well, it's I mean, possible. But that white man, he, that white man, he called tattoos. Yeah, he's not dancing. Like, well, he called Sherman, tattoos if you got I went to tattoos on your forearm. Richard on. Sherman dance. And we, we think about I think Antonio. Go ahead. I think Antonio Brown got tattoos. You just can't see him. He be dancing in the end zone. Like, like I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like Doug Ball wouldn't be dancing in the end zone, but he ain't got... No, no, you know, I just think he's talking about people. I'm thinking he's talking about the interview as a whole. I don't think he's talking about any particular athlete. He's talking about everybody as a whole. Yeah, but you still, they got but somebody Kamara, that made him. Camara don't like dance in the end zone. Camara do dance every now and then. Nah, he really slick. He just be stopping and rolling the ball and shit. That's, that's still you know dance. That man, that's a dance to a white man, dog. That man that, oh, it's a dance to him. <laughs> you know what you're talking about? Killer Trav. <laughs> <laughs> with them tattoos dancing in the end zone man get out of here man I mean you know you said you said what he had he said he sent his letter and he said what he had to say yeah. now cue up that music for nothing nice to you say you know they say if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all if you can't say something nice don't say nothing at all nothing nice to say but I'll go nice I ain't nothing nice you hear me <clears throat> what's shit? Listen, uh, Los, what's your favorite TV show? Right now, uh... it doesn't matter what your favorite TV show is. Did that sound familiar? Well, it really doesn't sound familiar to me either because I stopped watching wrestling sometime around the tenth grade when I realized it was productive. It wasn't productive towards me getting hosed. I say my favorite wrestler of all time was uh, Razor Ramon, but for the Lifetime Achievement Award. My favorite wrestler ever has to be The Rock. And that's the one who said the it doesn't matter thing. Now, I got that from The Rock, right? Think about dude's career as a whole. You know, he went from football at the U, like really, really Dwayne Johnson was on the team there, then to wrestling, and he became like a whole bunch of time WWF champion, WWE champion, to, you know, the Scorpion King, where we didn't know if he could act, like really act, Hobbs and Shaw, Tooth Fairy, and everything else that he did in between. All these other, he got kid flicks, he got action movies, he the new Arnold Schwarzenegger, being that gym. It's the rock, man. You know what I'm saying? 
This is the uh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> but lastly, I just want to talk about one show. I just want to talk about one show. I'm, this was about the rock. I want to talk about one show. I really wanted to get this out. One time for Ballers. Oh yeah. Ballers might have been one of the best shows to ever come on TV in this past week. Was the last ever episode of Ballers, man. Look, you may like Entourage or Power or Snowfall, and I like those shows too. But for my money. Ballers might be one of the most underrated shows of all time. By far, it's my favorite football TV show ever. It's better than the game. It's better than like, and you you could you could give me some. You could throw all American, but all yeah, all American, whatever, man. Um, I'm not talking about the scripted. I mean, I'm talking about like the real show shows. And I mean, they had a couple other ones like BET had had one about football a while back. It's the best football show ever. (laughs) It's a good little mix between a whole bunch of things, and I'm a fan, man. Look, Ricky Jerry. Charles Green, yeah. man, Vernon Lilfield, Joe Crutell, Reggie, TTD, yeah. R.I.P. to um, Cassanti, yeah. and Spencer Strasmore. Spencer Strasmore, you know, that's the name of one of my fantasy teams. Look, now, what I'm doing right now at this point, one time for them boys, what I'm doing at this point is just waiting on HBO to uh, put back on what's going to be the next thing on their Sunday night block. Because for my money, HBO Sunday nights are the best thing on TV. And I ain't got nothing nice to say about anybody who disagrees with that. One time, one time, one time for ballers. Hey, but they, I feel like they have to bring it back because you just can't end it like that. Like, we're not even going to get to see uh, <laughs> old buddy, his new creation that he's doing. It's too much stuff to be missed out on, man. I feel like they're going to have a movie, like a straight, like an hour and a half movie like Entourage did, like Sex in the City, like... Breaking Bad. Oh, it'll I be like, a little while. I like the TV shows, though. It just ties it all together. Th- put it on Netflix or something so I can binge watch it. I don't but, like that. Well, that's what they had. Oh, you. Okay, I got you. No. But it's The Rock. The Rock got too much other stuff to do, man. That's probably why they had to shut this show down. I heard it. I, the Rock is the star of the show. I heard, Ty, I heard, Ty, I heard Tyrese <laughs> call and told him to cut that bullshit out. <laughs> what do you want from what, me? What more do you want? <laughs> man. Hey man, no, I mean maybe they did, maybe whatever. But I mean, I think I think that's the simple answer. That yeah. if you have a star that big as The Rock, that man probably only made like a four or five year commitment, whatever it was. It was like, look, I'm doing this show for a couple of years, man. I don't think it was an HBO canceling the show. And even if it was HBO canceling the show, it's possible. Then sure, whatever. No, I just I now mean, they got too much other stuff to do. I want to see. Yeah, too much. I don't know. It left too much open, man. The Rock, the Rock want to do Hobbs. I and just Shaw think too. it's. I think it's. I think what happened to that show is it's. Uh, it's like it was just gonna become too redundant. Mm. Oh, somebody gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody gonna die. Oh, somebody gonna make a lot of money. Oh, he gonna lose a lot of money. It was just too cliche. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, but I think it stopped at the right point. I could. I and I'm, I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that you know. One time for that show. You remember the first season, like when Ricky Jerry was smashing old boy and mama, yeah, like the other receiver wild. cutting, like it was a bunch of little yeah. things that happened, man. Like yeah. the boys was out there trying to get Camara to come to, to, to LA in the last year. I mean it was a lot of stuff. The the more infusion of current players made it kinda live. And then with, with and, this um, new I think with the new uh bargain agreement with the um lifetime healthcare was guaranteed con- contract. Yeah, that and the guaranteed oh, yeah, lifetime, lifetime healthcare yeah. and the guaranteed contract. I want to see that. I think that's why it wouldn't be redundant because I think there's just more issues just going on and all that type of thing. And then I don't know. I just want to see some more. Uh... Like the last season was all about the NCAA not playing paying players. Yeah. So so yeah. 
They was really touching on big hot button issues. Yeah. And, I, you know, obviously the NFL had to sign off on this show because they over there talking about the Chiefs and the, and the, they're using real team names yeah. and real jerseys and real – like, I hate – that's that's something that burned my boot and I know it does to you, Raj, too. If it's like a movie like um, The Last Boy Scout or Any Given Sunday, and it's like the Miami Sharks. Miami Sharks. No, I don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that, dog. I need the Eagles, cutting. I need the, the Broncos, cutting. I need a real team, cutting. Yeah. So, there you go, man. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Look, we record the podcast on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Just want y'all to know. The Broncos play tomorrow against the Chiefs. Spence been smelling the end zone. This podcast is brought to you by Spence. He run, he taking one back next game. So by the time you read this, by the time you listen to this, yesterday he took one back, huh? And then you're going to know that I predicted it. Oh. You said Deontay Harris is doing what now? <laughs> oh, oh, you meant Deontay Spencer. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my two favorite you already took my two back. favorite punt returners in the league. Mm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period, man. Talk, talking about them Saints real quick, I wanted to say this, man. The Pope was on us this week. Raj as a good Christian Catholic boy. What you thought about that? <laughs> it felt good. But I didn't Pause. understand why it was just he just hashtag Saints. Pause. And then like the yeah. Not like he went at Saints. It, I, it wasn't. It didn't. Shouldn't have caused as much of an uproar as it did because he just right? went hashtag Saints. But they the little uh, what you call it came too right the uh, emoji, the little fleur de lis emoji popped up. Ah, you you are right. That did show up. <laughs> I think that changed the narrative a little bit. Like that man hashtag didn't say hashtag skull hashtag we them boys. He didn't say that. Man said uh, hashtag Saints. If he'd have put hashtag Cowboys with a star, no, he didn't do that. The Pope said, "You know, we we might not hey, be America's team, but we the Vatican, we the the Vatican Catholic team." <laughs> let me say this. Let me say this. Man, I'm sure glad that the Pope don't like the Cowboys. <laughs> Thomas, let me tell you this. Let me say this one more. I gotta say this. This is something I've been wanting to put on Facebook, and I'm gonna put it. On, I'm gonna put it. I'm, I'm tired of getting in fights on Facebook. There is no way that the Cowboys are still America's team. Because nobody likes the Cowboys other than Cowboys fans. Thomas. And nobody else likes Cowboys fans. Thomas. So there's no way that they're America's team. Okay. I just wanted to say that. I'm inclined to agree. I'm inclined to agree. I don't think anybody likes the Cowboys. I don't think anybody likes anything about them. It's... We've gotten to that point, man. I read an article. Chunky posted something today. Tried to pump fake us, um, Los. The Saints are now America's team from the New York Times. Yeah. So I went to read it, and it was a New York Times article from 2015. So, I mean, it's still a it's a read, but it ain't, didn't come out this week. Yeah. Boy has been posting that picture of Kamara with the with the Kaepernick jersey this week, talking about, look, you want to go to the 49ers. Bro, that picture was from last year. Like, like Everybody got to that old posting stuff past date. Y- y'all got to y'all got to be more careful. Got to relax, man. Got to do better. Um, last thing I, I want to say, and I'm just I want to take a little dig. This was supposed to be for officer friendly, but since he's not there, I'm just gonna take a dig at Houston people before I get out of here. Houston and them Astros. The Astros are my favorite baseball team. Hope they win the World Series. I put a little put a little um, futures bet down on them. Um, anytime I see a cat from Houston post a picture with a hat on, that's like. Talking about some strolls all day. I'm like, eh. You never even played baseball. You don't watch it. You don't know shit about who on the team. 
You don't care Mm-mm. until they get in the World Series night strolls all day. Yeah. What you really would like is for the Rockets to be good. But what you would really, really, really like is for the Texans to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But guess what? Your teams are just kind of mediocre. The Rockets win regular season games all the time, get to the playoffs, can't finish the job. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Sounds like the Texans. Win regular season games, win your division, get to the playoffs, can't win the thing. I'm not hating. I would love to see the Rockets win. I would love to see the Texans win because it's more love in the city when them boys win. However, don't sell me no shit about Astros all day when you don't really give a shit about the Astros. The Astros, like I said, I was going to Astros games when it was a dollar because they was terrible. And that wasn't but five, six years ago. It wasn't like a long time ago that this was happening. So, I mean, Astros, closest team to home. That's the home team. Fuck with the Astros, but... I don't like when boys in Houston like Astros all day, each time, man. Hold up. That's, <laughs> That's how they say it. That should have been my nothing nice to say right yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is. I ain't got a lot more. We didn't talk to y'all. We gave y'all a loud pack, good hour and a half, and all that good stuff, man. Look, um, I just want y'all boys to enjoy your weekend and make it a best friend weekend. And um, if them boys ain't got nothing else to say, we out. Bow, bow. I hope them boys don't never have nothing to say no more. (laughs) Hold up. I'm not your baby mama. Period. Give a fuck about them kids. Rolls Royce on the bridge. Suck his dick in the back seat. Lipstick ain't smudge. I don't budge. If a bitch won't smoke, then it's up. What's up? I'm not the one at all. Yeah, bitch, we don't send verses, we send hearses. Big Chanel purses. This not immersive. Amex cost white, sign in cursive. I want the big one. Used to have a baby Glock, now I want the big one. Never fuck with an average nigga, only rich ones. When you have a sugar daddy girl, you need to go get one. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. The only reason why the only reason why that one even made the NFL was because uh give a fuck about them kids. That's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs>